Welcome to Hashtag Managed, the podcast that takes you behind the scenes of building a booked out social media business. Tune in every week for transparent conversations from a six-figure social media agency owner, sharing the highlights and lowlights of being a business owner, and episodes featuring industry experts to help you start, scale, and book out your own social media management business. Now, here's your host, Jessica Sheehy. Welcome back to another episode of Hashtag Managed. I'm your host, Jessica Sheehy, and I'm really excited for today's episode and the next five episodes. And if you're thinking to yourself, why are you so excited? We are going to do a really special re-air of our five-day challenge, the Social Boss Sprint. We've ran this five day free challenge for social media managers a few weeks ago and the content was epic and the response was way better. It blew our entire team away and I just really loved the topics of all of this content within the five-day challenge that I said to myself, we need to air this on the podcast as soon as possible because this is good, good stuff for new social media managers or those aspiring to become one. So today you are going to listen to a special re-air of our day one of the five-day challenge all about your magnetic brand. So you have the skills, you have the passion, and you have, well, what makes you unique as a social media manager. We're going to use that to define your magnetic social media management business brand in this re-air of the Social Boss Sprint. Let's go ahead and just dive right in to day one's content. So you have the skills, you have the passion, and you have, well, <laughs> what makes you unique? So no matter where you're at right now, you are watching this training, you signed up for this challenge a few days ago, maybe a few weeks ago, you know that you have certain skills as a social media manager, regardless of what you want to do to improve those skills in the future, because we should all work on professional development, but you have skills, you know social media, you love the trends, you're either a content creator yourself, or you just love to consume content in general. You love to create it. You love to write, being really into designs, creating short form video, all of the different things that go into social media management or all of the skills that you have. And it's not to say that comparing ourselves to other social media managers means that we don't have the right skills. We just have different skills. We have different passions. I guarantee that if I ask you all right now, and I'm going to do it, what is your favorite social media platform? Go ahead and drop it in the chat. It could be your favorite platform to create content for, to consume content on. Go ahead and drop it in the chat, and then I will share mine. Let's see. We've got Instagram. We've got another Instagram. We've got Facebook groups. We've got Facebook. We've got TikTok. Amazing. Amazing. Right now, my favorite platform, we've got another Instagram, my favorite platform is TikTok. If you asked me a year ago what my favorite platform was, I guarantee you I would have not said TikTok at all. <laughs> and it has just grown to become a platform that I love to consume content on. I've met really awesome creators and I love the capability of the platform right now compared to all the others. Let's see Instagram and Facebook groups for sure. 
Pinterest sometimes too. Yes, I love Pinterest. I think really, I honestly go in waves. If we do another poll in the group in a few months, I guarantee I'm going to give a different platform and I'm sure all of you will as well. So this right here, your skills, your passions, things that make you unique. And we're going to do an exercise to really dive deeper into all of these. These are the things that set you apart from everything else. Even the thought process and the question that I just posed, what's your favorite platform? That is what's going to set you apart from everyone else. As we dive deeper into this challenge and get deeper into this content, we're going to cover different ways that you can set yourself apart. One of my favorite ways to pose this question or to teach this is developing your signature service. Now, this is something that you are going to be known for, and it's going to do amazing things for your business. It's going to be the reason why people hire you. It's going to be the reason that niches you down even further in either an industry or the service that you offer. We'll cover that when we get to that point in the challenge. It's going to be the reason that people refer you because they know in their minds, wow, that is what Jessica has done for client A, client B. Those results were amazing. That content was chef's kiss. This was amazing. That is why people are going to refer you in your business. That's how we get booked up. That's how we increase our revenue. That's how we get more freedom in our businesses. So we're going to uncover all of those different things that make up that uniqueness. Let's start by asking a couple of different questions. And now I think some of these questions are really simple, but I want us to really dive into them. And so one of my favorite exercises is part of, um, if you guys are familiar with Simon Sinek, he has, he's the one who has developed your why. So I'm not going to go too deep into that. And that's not specifically what we're covering, but we're going to use that same concept of asking the same posing question over and over to get deeper from simple question. Okay. I can answer this in a few words to a sentence to okay, I really can get through this question and I've got a fully developed answer that really encompasses this question for my magnetic brand. And we're going to do that by keep asking questions over and over to develop the answer to this. So if you have any questions about any of these questions that pop up on the screen, feel free to ask them in the chat, save it for the end for the Q&A. We can talk one-on-one. -on -one. But let's start with the most simple question. What do you do? Now, I know this question is so simple. You guys are all thinking, Jessica, I'm, I'm a social media manager. What do you mean what do I do? This is going to help really define deeper what we do. I like to think of the question as, how would you describe what you do to someone who has no idea what social media is? How do we say it to our elderly neighbor down the street who asks us what we do for a living? I know I've had neighbors question me, you know, Jessica, I, I see you're always home. <laughs> you must work from home. Nowadays, post-COVID, most people are working from home, so they don't think I'm just lazy not doing anything. They know that I'm working from home. Well, how do I explain to them? But I'm a social media manager. They don't even know what social media is. They don't know how to use it. So now we don't need to describe the complexities of the social media platforms, but I want to get specific that I help small businesses and more so for myself and for social savvy, we help female service-based entrepreneurs who have impact-driven businesses. So these are women, they're females, who have 
service-based. They're working one-on-one -on -one as a service to their clients. Some of them are coaches. Some of them are designers. They're all doing a service. They're rendering a service. They're not selling a product. So very different in how we market them, but they have impact-driven businesses. They have a mission that they are, they're out to solve the world in the best, simplest way that I can put it. They're out to solve the world with how they serve their clients. So getting deeper into who we're doing the work for, like what, what we're doing is how we can really define what we do. We don't have to come out the gate and say, I'm a social media manager or say, okay, I'm an Instagram and Pinterest manager. Okay, well, who are you an Instagram and Pinterest manager for? Once we further get deeper into this, and I know, and I'm sure, I know there's a lot of people who are here who are just starting out. And I have to say, because I'm fully transparent, I was in the same boat. Well, how do I know I want to niche down to this? How do I know I want to niche down to this particular person? Yes, we work with female service-based business owners. We do have a couple of product-based businesses in our client Um in our client roster, we don't turn them away if they fit that impact-driven second piece to the puzzle. So it's something to really consider when we're thinking about, okay, what do we do and who do we help? Who are the specific people that we help with? I know this is a question that I think maybe I, myself and Harmony, our community manager inside the free collective Facebook group, we're always answering niching questions because they're so important. And we're going to talk about niching more specifically in a later day of the challenge because there's so much more deeper that we can get into how to figure out who your niche is. But we can just start by defining who do you help? If you're very new, who do you want to help? Who do you have experience with in terms of other services you've provided or other things that you've done online? What are you passionate about? What do you love to do? What are things that light you up? What are your hobbies? Where are you located? Sometimes our locations can help determine who we're helping if it is more so location specific. Being a social media manager doesn't have to be location specific, but we can leverage that in our niche if that is who we are as part of our magnetic brand, because that's what's going to set us apart. And then how do we help them? I think this question is one of the most important questions in terms of developing our niche and our signature service, how we do what we do for them. So how do we help them? I'm not going to explain to somebody who has no idea what a social media manager is or what I do that I help them by reading a line from, from my packages. I help them by producing seven pieces of content per week on Instagram and Facebook. How does that help them? So we kind of need to get deeper in terms of, well, how does social media help in general? And how does social media help our clients? Because if we think about the clients that we're working with, or if we're new, it's a great question to think about, how does social media impact an entrepreneur, a content creator, a small business, a brand online? Okay, we, it can do a few things. It grows their brand awareness. It can increase sales. It can be just a piece of their marketing funnel. The way that I like to consider that is just think about the platform. If it's TikTok, we're not putting up TikTok after TikTok, just pushing product or pushing services down people's throat, right? We're using trends. We're using creators to create content that's entertaining. It's inspiring. Those are the different ways that we can think about 
how we're helping how we're helping the business. So I know this is kind of a tough question to answer at the very start, but it's something to think about. Okay, well, I want to do this service or offer these services because you can offer more than one just because there's a signature service doesn't mean you only need to do one thing. You can if you want. That's how you can niche down. Or you can offer, offer multiple social media services that you want, that you want to offer. It's a great way to diversify our income. Again, we'll cover that on day three, all about packages, pricing, and all of all of that good stuff that increases our bottom line in business. But we also think about, okay, who do we help and how we help them? We help them with the different things that we do with the content creation, the graphic design, video editing, project management. These are different skills that fall under our strengths. So when we think about different strengths that we have, and even if you're brand new to social media management, even if you're thinking, I have never even created one post for one platform, that's okay. What other skills do you have and do you bring from other industries, from other roles that you have? Myself, when I was in high school and I was in college, I held many jobs, many customer service jobs, hence why I jumped from job to job, many retail jobs, hence why jumping from job to job. But a lot of that was experience. And my final position was in an office. It was in an office with administrative and so many moving parts. And there was a big team and so many different things that I now take into like my professional life and managing our team at Social Savvy. But those are different strengths that I pull from. I really pull from my customer service and my retail jobs. It's how I talk to people. It's how I learned how to understand and listen and see what I can do to provide better things for people. In my retail jobs, definitely a lot of sales experience. So when it comes to discovery calls with social media, offering my social media management services, I'm not worried about, okay, I'm doing this discovery call and okay, they reached out to me. I have to come. I have to be super professional. I have to tell them all the different things that I can do for them. And oh, wait, I have to ask for the sale. I have to see if they want to work with me. I always approach every discovery call as a conversation. And I know that's you're like, that is so simple. That's so easy for you to say. You've been doing this for years. But I've always thought about it that way. Because when I first lost my job and I first started Social Savvy, I would be so nervous to jump on a Zoom call with a potential new client. I would not to be TMI, but I would sweat a lot. I was so nervous. My body was like rejecting that I was about to do this Zoom call with someone that I had never met before and to convince them to hire me and to pay me for doing social media services for their business. And I had experience. I had years of experience, but it was so different when it's about ourselves because it all comes down to being confident and selling ourselves. And I truly believe that when we have this magnetic brand that literally is us, that's how we can sell ourselves because we know someone asks us rapid fire questions. What do you do? I do this. Who do you help? I help. How do you help them? You know, it just becomes so much easier to answer these questions so quickly and so confidently. So that is really why this is a, a really big foundational piece. This is something that's going to help our branding. It's going to help our marketing on our website, on our own social medias, of course, it's going to be great assets to our portfolio, which will plug and play all of this into our portfolio when we cover that. But it's also going to give us the confidence to land clients, to sign clients, 
who are equally excited to work with us because they can feel that passion around it. I have so many conversations with potential new clients who reach out for social media management services and they they don't love social media. I think maybe if I could put my finger on it and put a number on it, nine out of 10 prospects do not like social media. And they love to let me know that they do not like social media, but that's okay. I really feel like my, my signature service, my superpower, whatever we want to put title to it is that I can help people take what they do. Cause again, we work with those service-based female entrepreneurs who are impact driven. I can take what they do and why they do it. And I can turn that into content. I can use that to grow their brand. I can leverage that with what's trending, what's great content creation practices, what people want to see. I tell people a lot of times we have a in that niche that we work with, we have a lot of experts. They are amazing at what they do. They, some of them have specialized trainings. We have a couple of clients who have doctorates. I do not have a doctorate. I do not have any formal training in what they're doing. But I know that I have these foundational pieces of being a social media manager and working with clients. And I know how to take that and turn that into clients or turn that into content to grow their business. And that truly is my my strengths for that. Brittany, I'm so much better doing this for others than I am for myself. I completely agree. Are you talking about the, um, in terms of what you do, like social media marketing for clients versus doing it for ourselves. Yeah, I totally agree. I think a lot of times we, you know, I've I've had this conversation a lot recently. We're looking for a couple of projects we're outsourcing for this year. So conversations I've had with um, branding and website designers and copywriters recently for it, who are like, I am rewriting my website for the ninth time this year. And it's what, February 27th, 2023. So it's it's something that we're always constantly working on to just improve what we're doing. And we're also consumed with other aspects. So we'll definitely talk. We have, um, I believe it's day five when we're talking about how to manage client accounts. We are going to talk about how to treat ourselves as a client, which is the best thing that we can do in terms of taking our skills and our craft and what we can do and mirroring that onto our own social media. Because I know too, that is something that constantly is brought up with, okay, I'm, you know, I run TikTok campaigns and create TikTok strategies for clients. And I think right now, off the top of my head, I think we have about 430 TikTok followers. I think, wow, you know, we start to get that imposter syndrome. Like, oh, why is someone going to hire me? I have 430 TikTok followers. So, you know, I have to remind myself like, okay, I personally am new to bring social savvy on TikTok. I waited way too long, not too late, but I just waited too long. I didn't put a lot of time in it. And even though we are doing it, it's still not my main focus. So we're going to talk about that in day five, because I think that is something that is super important to take what we do and put it out there on other, on our platforms not just so we look great for our competitors or different people, but just so we can leverage how, you know, how we're marketing our own business. So another thing to think about when it comes to the unique factor that we have as a social media manager in our business is what results have we achieved or gotten already? And I really want you guys to think if you are, if you are new or if you're just starting out in social media management, 
and you're thinking to yourself, well, I've never created a post. I've never managed a platform. Um, this is something that we're going to cover in um, towards the end of the challenge, and I'm super excited. We're all going to do, um, we're going to share a couple of different ideas for mock projects that are really great ways to increase our skills, kind of get better at a craft, kind of test our like working with clients. It's all for day five for managing client accounts. Um, but think about re what results you have. I know personally, when I started Social Savvy a few years ago in 2018, I had years of experience as a social media manager. I had tried to freelance on the side. I did not want my bosses at the time to know what I was doing. I in no way was under any like legal contract, nor when I was freelancing with clients, was because they were specific to a geographic area. I didn't have any clients even in that area. They weren't even in the state of Florida, but I was so nervous, right? I was so nervous. They were going to figure out what I was going to do and they were going to fire me before I could quit that kind of scenario. So I didn't use any of that. I just had to start from scratch. If you don't have any results, if you haven't got anything already and kind of what we were talking about with Brittany there, use yourself. You are your best case study for what you can do. Because when we're talking about ourselves and we're creating content for ourselves, one, we don't have someone to give us feedback or revisions for something. We're just going to create it, publish it, and go from there. We're going to grow. So use yourself as your first client. And it always comes down to where we don't need to be worried. Well, what is someone going to think if I only have myself as a client? Will they pay the rate that I want? Will they pay my packages if I only have myself as a client? And my short answer, yes. Long answer, yes. They will pay you for your services and for your skills as a social media manager because we have to go back to the question of how do you help them? What are you giving for them? We talked about brand awareness. Um, we talked about more sales for their business, which people love, right? People want more sales in their business. They want more products sold. They want more clients in there, um, you know, that can potentially work with them. But also, you know what they also really want? They want the freedom. They want the freedom that we talked about from the very beginning of this challenge. They want the time freedom. Maybe they don't want the location freedom. If they have a brick and mortar business, they can't really jet off to like a vacation in Bali at any given notice. Maybe they can. That's awesome if they've built that life for them. But they want freedom. They want time. Time is so limited. Um, you know, they could figure out how to run their own social media. They could watch some YouTube videos. They could take a course on LinkedIn or HubSpot, you know, get certified in a platform, figure out what they can do. They can sign up for a Canva account. They can put their branding in there, create content. They can stay up to date with social media trends. They could try. They come every day from every platform and meta especially. So there's different things that they can do, but that is going to take hours and hours a day just for them to put up simple content that just might not be the best because it's not what they do. It's not what they're passionate about. It's not what their skills are about. Do they want to increase their brand awareness, make more sales, land more clients? Absolutely. Of course they do, but they don't know how to create content. That barrier goes up. They don't know how to write captions and write content that is persuasive in terms of getting people to buy from them or do different things. So that is always a thing to consider when 
saying, okay, well, I haven't gotten any results for anyone yet. I can use myself, but is someone going to say, why are you doing that? You've only had yourself. Having that transparency and letting them know that you've done it for you, you can do it for them. And it's also a nice, polite reminder that they booked the call with you. So it's asking them the question, well, what made you book the call with me? Was it the social media content that you saw? Did you read that caption that I wrote about how hiring a social media manager gets back all this time in your day, blah, 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 whatever the case is? That's just kind of bringing it full circle into them seeing that big picture of you've done it for you and you're going to do it for them. So clients always want to know what's in it for them, especially when on that discovery call. So all of these questions put together can help you answer the question of what type of brand do you want to embody for your social media management business? One question, like final question that I love to answer in this is where do you see your business, especially for people who have just started, if you're just starting, if you started a month ago, even if you started a year ago, ask the question, where do you see yourself in three months from now? Where do you see yourself in six months in one year? Really get specific, and it does not need to be, I see myself, um, okay, I see myself in three months, I've landed three clients. And then you start thinking, okay, well, if I do that in three months, how am I going to do that in three months? No, no, no. We're just dreaming big here, okay? We're dreaming big. So I want to know if you guys want to pop in the chat. You can put all three of them, a three-month goal, six-month goal, one-year goal. You could just put one. Whatever goal you guys are working towards right now, I want to I want to see what you guys have to say, and then I'll I'll share my goals that I'm working on for three, six, in one year from now, and we can figure out how to ask some questions to reverse engineer that to develop develop our brand, develop what we're going to do as a social media manager, because this really is a great foundational piece. Um, so I'll give you guys a few seconds to pop it in the chat. Perfect. And while you guys are thinking about it, putting in the chat, definitely just dream big. What do you want your business to be in three months? What do you want it to be in six months? What do you want it to be in one year? I'll go ahead and share mine if that can help spark any ideas. And it doesn't have to be, it can be revenue-based. It can be anything. It can be, you want to join a new platform. You want to do anything, anything at all. So in three months, mine is that it's a personal development goal for my business. But in three months, I want better boundaries. I feel like I've been in business for a few years. We have a team. We have a big client roster. We do a lot of different things. I'm super grateful for this business and the freedom that it's allowed for me to have, but I need to be better about boundaries. That's something that I put on my on my little vision board for 2023. It's not my word of 2023, but it's something that I want to look at over and over to be like, okay, boundaries, boundaries. Um, in six months, I want to I want to start introducing and creating an internship program at Social Savvy. It's something I wanted to do for the longest time. We get the questions so, so much. I started my journey in social media through an internship. I thought way back when, um, I think there was a good point in my life where I wanted to be an accountant. <laughs> then I think about all the accounting tasks that I have to do for business and I'm like, thank goodness I did not become an accountant. 
um, I think I'd be a terrible accountant. <laughs> so I don't think I would have actually lasted. I needed those core classes for my degree. So I don't know. I was good at it. So I just thought like, hey, that's what I'm going to do. Um, so thank goodness not, not doing that. But my internship um, opportunities that I had in school were amazing. So I want to offer that to other people. Um, okay, I see there's quite a few in here. So let's see. Okay, Maria, build the foundations across all of my accounts and gain trust. I love that. That is such a good one. Because when we gain trust, we can close any sales. We can attract more opportunities, more clients, more doors open for our business. So gaining trust is a really amazing thing. And I think a few ways that we can do that is consistency consistency with our messaging of our magnetic brand and what we do, consistency with how we show up. I think there's no right or wrong way to show up. I know there's so many social media gurus that say you've got to show up and post this many times and, you know, say this magic word five times and you'll make all these sales and you have to do this and all of that. I don't think there's a magic number. I think consistency looks different for all of us. What's consistent for me is not consistent for all of you. So I love that Maria build the foundations across all my accounts and gain trust. Amazing. Um, I think it's Hiva. Please let me know if I pronounce that wrong so I can correct myself. I think my one-year goal is to revisit and expand my services to offer influencer marketing and PR strategies as well. I love that really great opportunity to open, um, Okay, hold on really quick. I saw it pop up. Heva, like Eva with an H at the beginning. Thank you for correcting me. Okay, so adding in um, services for influencer marketing and PR strategies. Amazing. I think it's always important to figure out what are our signature service that we offer, and it can be multiple services. I know in the name, it's just one service, but what do we offer? What are we going to really focus on, define our processes, get better systems for that. We're going to cover that in the challenge. Don't worry. And how can we expand and add more? Because that's when we can take our current clients from X price to a higher price, make more revenue. We can take on different clients. We can diversify. Um, amazing. I love that goal and love that it's in one year from now. I think that's amazing. Okay, Brittany, three-month goal, six more accounts, SOPs for all my processes. Yes, I'm right there with you. SOPs are the most boring thing in business. To me, anything operations is super boring, but it's super important. Um, so having those standard operating procedures for anyone who's not familiar with the acronym SOPs is just if you do the same thing over and over in your business, write it down. Create a system for what it is. It doesn't have to be fancy open a Google doc and say, this is how I onboard every client. This is how I request content from clients. If I'm taking time off in my business, because we all need time off, even as social media managers, we're allowed to take it off. This is how I'm going to request that, not request the time off, but share that time off with my clients. This is what will happen when I'm gone. These are different things. So I love that. A thousand new followers for my own account. Amazing. I think that's totally doable, Brittany, in three months, especially when we talk about getting better at our own accounts. Students so were so good um, with clients and fab looking portfolio. Amazing. Having a portfolio, of course, we all need it. It is something that we can always, always work at. And when we cover portfolio um, in the challenge, we have a template. We have so many different things to share for that. Um, but I will let you guys know for a good year and a half, the Social Savvy Portfolio was a Google Doc. 
And it was not even a branded Google Doc. So you can have a portfolio that is any format. I promise you. I promise you. It does not stand in the way of signing high ticket clients or booking out consistently or anything at all. Um, still need to think on the others, Brittany. Amazing. I think, um, yeah, there's no right time to really think about goals, but just start writing them down. Um, start writing down those goals, start looking at them. Personally, I put a sticky note on my computer to monitor so I can look at it all the time. I want to see what I'm working towards and what I need to get better at, especially since my short-term goal is boundaries. So I'm probably looking at my computer screen way later than I'm supposed to. So it's a good constant reminder, boundaries, shut the computer. Um, let's see, Brittany said, that's so smart. I'd love to connect influencers with some of my clients who don't want to be the faces of their brands. Amazing. And I know Brittany that works, that influencer marketing would work so well for your specific clients in your niche. So that would be, that would be amazing. Um, let's see in three months, I want to have all of my client processes running smoothly with no kinks, onboarding contracts, invoicing, content sharing, all of it and have a decent sized library built up of content for my own business and hone in on my branding because I've changed my mind three times already. So I'd love to know, are you changing your mind on the visuals or are you changing your mind on like the tactical, what the brand is, aka these questions? It's probably the visuals. If I'm guessing I was in the same boat, I think at one point, I don't know if I look at the Google Drive of all of the iterations of social savvy, there's embar they're embarrassing. I look at like my first or second or third iteration and I think to myself, what was I even thinking? There was a time where our whole branding was literally the blue color of what are your strengths. And I don't know why. I don't know. <laughs> That's honestly why our brand designer pulled that blue. Um, it was so many different things. But but yeah, definitely when it comes to our branding, we can get really caught up on the small things. And we'll also talk about this when we talk about packages on package is day of the challenge, because we can get really caught up in the small things of I need to include this in my package. Oh, I need to have three different package offers. This is my pricing. Maybe this is an add-on. Maybe here's 20 add-ons. There's so many different things. But when we get so caught up with the small things, it takes away the big picture. It takes away the core of what we do, who we do it for, and how we do it. And I, I promise you this, and I'm, I know I'm pointing at the other side, and it's probably, probably right below me, but the magnetic brand that is why people hire you. That is what sets us apart. Not the visuals, not the small things in the packages. We'll talk more about that on package day of the challenge. Um, but amazing. I love that this is a three-month short-term goal because setting up those processes and just getting clear on our own branding, marketing is really important so we can focus on doing what we do best, signing more clients, making more money, and growing our business, which is what we're all here to do. That's why we're all here on this challenge. Um, Brittany said, I had no portfolio this past year. I was the portfolio. You are. You are the perfect example of what you do. We are our own best client until we get a little bit too busy, too booked up with clients, which is a great problem to have. But there's different things that we can do to manage our own account as client accounts, which we will cover. So I love that. Visuals, literally, that's how I feel. I think I'm just way too judgmental of my own design. So I keep going back to tweak. Absolutely. You know, I think that, um, you know, sometimes we get so focused in on the small things. I recently, uh, last summer, we hired a branding strategist to redo the social savvy brand. I love it. 
I no longer feel like I need to do those small tweaks. I know everyone's at different points and when and exactly how they can invest in their brand. Um, there's always things that we could do to kind of work around. We could do a service swap with someone who's great at branding. Um, we could do bartering. We could do different things like that. Or we could just wait until we get to that point, but also learn learn to love the visuals and kind of go deeper. Ask yourself questions about the small things, like about the colors or maybe accents in the logo or different things that you think you're going to change and write out what you're going to change and go back to it. I do the same thing when I'm creating content for um, for the social savvy brand. Like if I'm recording a podcast episode or recording a TikTok, I never listen to it right then because I know if I do, I'm going to say, why did I say that? What can I do differently? Let me refilm this. I refilm I need to refilm this TikTok. This looks super silly. I sit on it for a few days and then I go back and look at it and I'm like, nope, that's great. Check it off my to-do list and go from there. Um, so yeah, yeah, you're definitely not alone. Brittany said, I feel you. Um, I love the writing and recording uh, graphics. Blah. Yep, completely agree. So we're just know that everything you guys are thinking of and that you're like going through and dealing with right now, you know, in, in your business, things are that are holding you up. They're completely okay. They're holding up all of us. So just keep that in, that in mind. Um, okay, so we have just a few more slides left. I want to go through them just in case we have any more, um, you know, questions. We can do a little Q and A before the end of today. But your magnetic brand is the foundation of everything that you'll do in business. It's the foundation of these next few days. I promise you. So please do the workbook. Your magnetic brand is why people will hire you. Okay, they're not going to hire you because of the specifics in your packages. They're going to see everything, read all of these questions that you put on your website or you put in your portfolio because you don't have to have a website. They're going to see it on your Instagram. Maybe you put it in posts. Maybe you say it in stories, save it to a highlight, whatever it is. Maybe you type it up. You put it in a Facebook group, wherever you're finding clients. It's why people will hire you. It's what will take away objections from people who are like, ah. I don't know, or can you go lower on that price or can I get a discount or what can we do to make that a little bit better? Nope. When people are super connected to what you do because you you do it specifically for them and you can get them X results, they'll hire you, no questions asked. Thanks so much for tuning in to this episode of Hashtag Managed. If you're enjoying the show, please feel free to rate, subscribe and leave a review wherever you listen to your podcasts. That helps others find the show and we greatly appreciate it. Come back next week for another new episode of Hashtag Managed. We'll see you then.